First, since it's the feast of the baptism of the Lord, I just need to do the obligatory reminder to make sure we all know our baptismal dates. Um, Because we need to remember the most important day of our lives. And that really was the day of our baptism when we were brought into God's divine life, brought into God's family. Mine is November 16th. And I was baptized by my great uncle, who was a priest, Father Sam, and I'm actually using his chalice today for Mass in honor of him. It's a good day to also pray for our godparents, if you have godparents, pray for their souls if they're still living, to pray for them, and pray for the one who baptized us. One word really struck me from today's gospel that kept showing up. Simple word, you. You. John the Baptist says it to the people coming to him. I am baptizing you with water, he says. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So this is a conversation between creatures. One creature saying you to others. But then, later in the story, God the Father speaks from heaven and he says to Jesus, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. And we heard those very words in the prophet Isaiah, so this is a direct fulfillment of that. And this is God speaking to God. The Father speaking to the Son. So we have creature speaks to creature. God speaks to God. And then here's where we come in. God speaks to creature. We are creatures, and God speaks those words at our baptism. Jesus Jesus, who entered into, took on this human nature, opened the way for us, mere creatures as we are, to have those words said over us from the Father, you, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter, with you I am well pleased. How beautiful. And that's a game changer. God, the creator of the universe, who holds all things in existence, who is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-good, can single each of us out and says, you God in whom exists the perfection and source of all things. He looks upon us, even in our weakness, us creatures who are prone to fail, we who are so often ungrateful to our creator. And he says, you, with you I am well pleased. God speaks this to us first at our baptism, but also in every moment. Because from that moment on, we were changed. 
and also because God's word is everlasting. In our baptism, there was an indelible mark, indelible, which sounds like undeletable. This mark left in our souls, associating us with Christ. The beginning of the transformation of us into Christ. We are brought into his very body. Creatures being made sharers in God's divine life. That's a big deal. See, God didn't have to create us. He didn't have to create anything. But he did so out of love, as pure gift. Yet his creation turned away from him. Humanity lost trust in God and rejected the gift. So in the fullness of time, God entered into creation, taking on this fallen nature through his Son in order to redeem it, in order to resanctify us and to adopt us as his beloved children back into a right relationship with the Father. God didn't have to do any of that. Similarly, similarly, Jesus didn't have to be baptized, right? Jesus is without sin, didn't need to repent. But he did it out of love. By entering into the water, he sanctified water, making it the door to eternal life, opening the way for us to be lifted up from our sin, opening the way for us to enter into the very divine life of God to be recreated. Right? Just as God sends his spirit upon creation to form way back in the beginning to create, so God sends his spirit upon us to recreate us in Christ. St. Irenaeus, way back in the second century, wrote that God became what we are, speaking about Jesus taking on our nature, in order to make us what he is himself. Which brings us back to the Father, who looks upon us, who looks upon you personally, who knows you, and even so says, you are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. With you, I am well pleased. Just let those words wrap around you. Let those words wrap around you. I think we need that because we're a lot like those people coming to John at the Jordan. I'm referring to how the gospel said the people's hearts were filled with expectation. And all of them were asking this question in their hearts. Whether John might be the Messiah. Well, for us, maybe it's a different expectation. Is your heart filled with maybe expectation for this year? Are you asking in your heart whether this year might hold something different, something better, something new? I am. 
I hear a lot of people say it. If so, or whatever that might be, just let those words wrap around you. The Father has us. We are his children. Maybe it's the word you. It's the one that I've been sticking with in prayer. Just the fact that the God of the universe is paying attention to you personally. Maybe it's the word beloved. So many people don't feel loved. or don't have someone who loves them unconditionally. Well, God does. You are God the Father's beloved child. Maybe it's the word son or daughter. Perhaps you're weighed down by worry or by your job or by stress. And the Father just wants you to rest in his arms with childlike trust in him. Or maybe it's the word pleased. Do you feel like you always have to earn everything to earn respect or even God's to earn God's love? Well, God the Father looks upon you and is pleased with you right now. Come to him, come as you are, for he sees you. To close, I'm just going to repeat those words one last time. Those words from the Father and just invite us to sit with them. So if you want, you can close your eyes and listen to our Father. You are my beloved child. With you, I am well pleased. Pleased. 